Dr. David K. Bernard is an avid reader who regularly finishes more than 100 books per year. In this special episode, he shares how he reads so many books despite his busy schedule. If you want to read more and develop your own leadership skills and ministry effectiveness, you won't want to miss what Dr. Bernard has to say. Welcome to Apostolic Life in the 21st Century, a podcast dedicated to helping modern-day believers live out the teachings of the first century church. This podcast is part of the teaching ministry of Dr. David K. Bernard. Dr. Bernard has dedicated his life to studying the Bible and helping believers apply its message to their daily lives. In Apostolic Life in the 21st Century, Dr. Bernard answers your questions about what the Bible teaches and how those teachings apply to everyday life. If you enjoy this podcast, we encourage you to check out Dr. David K. Bernard's books. Dr. Bernard has written more than 30 books on biblical theology and Christian living and leadership. Visit PentecostalPublishing.com and search David Bernard for a list of available titles. Enter promo code DKB10 at checkout to save 10% on your order. That's PentecostalPublishing.com, promo code DKB10 to save 10% at checkout. Thank you for joining us. Anybody who follows you on social media knows, and you've said it in previous episodes, that one of your favorite hobbies is reading, and you regularly share posts and the books and, and outline the books that you've been reading. So with that in mind, I wanted to, to devote this particular episode to a discussion of what you've been reading so far in 2023. Now, we're in... in transparency. We're recording this podcast episode where there's still about eight weeks left in the year 2023. So we know you don't have a final count on how many books that you've read, but how many books have you read so far this year? Well, as of this um, recording, it's almost a hundred. So I would expect by the end of the year, it'll be well over a hundred, probably 110, maybe even more depends on uh, how much time I took off during Christmas, uh, I like to read. I've liked to read from a small child. And I think reading is valuable in many ways because it can be enjoyment, recreation, getting your mind off of things. So it's a matter of rest. But unlike, um, internet and video, uh, when, when you're going, when you're watching something, when you're watching, say, a video, you're just passively receiving what the creator of that video has designed. But when you read, your mind is forced to create your own images. So even when you read fiction, uh, your mind is much more engaged in learning and creating and imagining. And that's why when people read a book and then watch the associated movie, usually they're disappointed because, first of all, the book is much more comprehensive, but their imagination has created all these characters and all these ideas. And then when you watch the associated movie, while it may be enjoyable, you're substituting your thoughts for whatever that person that directed that film, their interpretation, which invariably is going to be different, but also much more abbreviated and narrow than the richness of your own imagination. So, uh, and, and of course, reading will enhance your critical thinking. Uh, it enhances your language skills, your ability to read and write and speak. Um, and of course it, it can potentially, obviously depends on what you read, but it can enhance your knowledge. Uh, and so I, I think reading is a very valuable exercise and especially for leaders. Now, 
most of the year I focus on reading Bible and theology. Uh, of course, I read the Bible through every year. Usually, I will choose a different translation. I've read about 10 translations, so obviously I have to come back to previous translations as well. Uh, but in reading books about the Bible, about theology, to help me understand the Bible better or give me new insight or new ideas, even if I don't agree with them, they may stimulate my thinking. I also try to read contemporary books on our culture, uh, on, on, uh, maybe a few on politics, but more about cultural trends, events. I like to read biography, science, psychology, uh, especially some of the new research or new findings or new books. Uh, so, and then uh, for recreation, I do some fiction. Um, usually I like to read some classics. So I've read all the books of Mark Twain. I've read all the works of Shakespeare. I've read uh, the books of Jane Austen. I've read about half the books of Dickens. Uh, and then I've read, you know, Russian, German, French, um, British, you know, in, in English translation, of course. Um, but I find those classic books of fiction, they deal with timeless themes. They deal with human nature. And usually the manner of expression is eloquent. Um, it, it helps expand your thinking, your vocabulary, your own expression. And I do like to read a few um, science fiction, mystery, suspense that are just casual. Now, talking about how fast I read, when I'm reading fiction, I'm just reading for enjoyment. Now, if it's a classic book, I may slow down and enjoy the richness of the language. But if I'm reading contemporary fiction like suspense, I'm just trying to get to the bottom line. So I just read fast. Now, I don't skim. I do read everything, but I can read very fast if it's either something I'm a topic I'm familiar with. I'm just trying to get the author's insight on something I already know about. I can read very fast because I already know 90% of the content. I'm just trying to catch what he's got to say that's new. I'm not having to struggle to understand it. So a lot of Bible and theology, I can read pretty fast. I'm not skipping things, but I'm reading fast. And I suppose with a lifetime of reading and also college and law school, I've learned to read for the key points. So I can take, I can go with you to a library or bookstore and just pick out a book and skim through it, give me five minutes, and I can pretty well have a conversation about that book where you wouldn't know that I hadn't read the whole book because I picked the main points. So that's a skill. But when I actually read the book, I'm going to read it. Now, so if I do want to just get some information, I might scan a book. But if I'm going to read, when I tell you I've read 100 books, 110 books, I've actually read through them. But fiction often very fast. Uh, Bible theology, if it's something I know, I'm, I'm reading fast just to get the new content. But if it's a subject I'm interested in, a new book, yes, I'll take time to read through it. But I, I suppose that I do read fast because I have a lot of practice, but also I block off time. So typically, you know, I read a number of, I probably read a hundred, 120 magazines, journals a year. I read, um, a, a newspaper weekly, uh, actually probably two a week. Um, but I block off. I have a lot of time of traveling, particularly, um, on airplanes. So usually I block off that time to read. That's, I don't do other stuff. I mainly read. Um, now if I was doing a lot of driving, I would probably use audiobooks. And I do, when I do drive, a lot of times I'll listen to the Bible. Um, 
And then I like to read late at night. That My habit is to stay up late. So after the kids have gone to bed, after it's too late to make phone calls for ministry, then I've got two or three hours, and that would be my time for study, reading, writing. So it's a matter of blocking off quality time. Um, and I think that's – I suppose I read a lot, but I don't consider it extraordinary because I'm probably spending less time reading than most people spend on media. So I'm designating those hours of internet, movies, TV that a lot of other people use of hours per day. And I'm taking a fraction of that and investing it in reading. And I think I come out ahead. What books have you read this year that really stand out to you? Well, first of all, I try to read all the books that are um, produced by the Pentecostal Publishing House, the Pentecostal Resources Group. Maybe not all the children or books for women or devotionals, but basically most of the books. And recently I read um, Eugene Wilson's book on, uh, I don't remember the exact title, but it's talking about the five characteristics of a healthy church. I, I think found, that actually might've been the title. Yes. Uh, so I find that very helpful. Uh, so that's one that comes to mind that I just finished reading. Uh, but um there's so many that I've read, I'd have to look over my list to see. But every year I try to pick up some classics that I've never read before. So I'll go back and um, try to fill out my my reading agenda of books that that are good to read. But I, I do like what's coming out of the Pentecostal Publishing House. There, there's some really good books for, by our own United Pentecostal authors that I highly recommend. And if people want to go back and see some of what you've written or read, you can go and read your scroll through your Facebook. Book yes, I, I on Facebook and Twitter, now known as X. <laughs> if you scroll back through that, I usually, whenever I read a book, I'll usually mention it, and I'll usually mention some brief synopsis. Um, for those of you, uh, another book probably most people wouldn't like, but uh, Mathematics for Human Flourishing. I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's a non-technical approach, but for someone that has a little bit of a mathematics background, that was a lot of fun. So, Is there anything you're looking forward to reading in 2024? Well, I do have some things I want to read. Uh, Craig Keener, who's one of, uh, an outstanding theologian, he's spirit-filled. Um, he's written an exhaustive commentary on the book of Acts, 2,000 pages, four volumes, and I got them on sale a couple years ago for, I think it was $99. So I read the first volume. Um, when I talked to Craig, he said, you know, I said, I'm going to read all of them. He said, well, you and me and my editor are probably the only ones that could read the whole thing through <laughs> and maybe a few other people. I said, well, so I've, <laughs> I'm going to at least read one more of those volumes, hopefully the other three volumes this coming year. So that's one thing. I am looking forward to reading the Bible. I think what I'm going to do, at least for the epistles, is try to read them in the original Greek uh, with an interlinear translation to help me out a little bit. I think that's going to be fun to dig into those. So I've read some of the epistles in Greek, but not all of them. Uh, so those are a couple of projects that I have in mind. And then I look forward to whatever the new books are from the publishing house. And, and I look at various lists um, of book reviews, Christianity Today, The Week magazine. I, I look at half a dozen uh, sources to see what are the new books coming out, and then I try to to pick and choose from among those. Pretty cool. Well, it's looking forward to a great uh, another great year of reading in 2024. Yes. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Apostolic Life in the 21st Century. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. We also appreciate it when you share Apostolic Life in the 21st Century with a friend or family member. And make plans to join us again next time as we look at how the Bible applies to everyday life.